All right. Welcome in. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Coach Cheese here with uh, another PNTT group preview. I'm here with uh, Coach D. Crusoe. Coach, how you doing? Doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, the Lions just won. Held on. I think I lost a couple years of my life watching that game, but got the dub. So <laughs> five, five in a row. We'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I know everybody's here excited to listen to you talk about, uh, how much you love the lions, but, uh, I wanted to start by asking you about another team that you love because we are going to preview, uh, the Brown group here in the PNTT. And the first team that we are going to talk about is, uh, the Boise potato sacks. So, uh, coach, you, since you're familiar with this team, so what should we be expecting from uh, Boise here? Lost uh, a couple seniors who were in the starting lineup um, and then brought in not a bad class at all, top 50 level class uh, with some versatile guys. So how are you feeling? Well, um, I'm feeling pretty good about the direction of this team. So you mentioned we lost two starters last year. They were kind of in and out of the lineup, both uh, Samuel Hammond and Ricardo Brown. They weren't you know, full-time, like, plug-and-play starters. They're kind of guys that in and out of the lineup, but, you know, solid pieces. Um, so, but the guys that we brought in, I think are going to be pretty solid this year. I like Andrew Holmes a lot, um, kind of a versatile two-way type of uh, you know, guy can play, honestly, three, maybe even four positions. So, really like him. Um, and then we brought in a couple other wingers in McCardle and Yarbury, but – Honestly, most of them are just going to be coming off the bench this year. We tried out a new lineup um, right at the end of last season. We went with um, Robert Martin, Darius Owens, Isaiah Beebe, Adam Tinsley, and Turgeon. So a, a big lineup, and uh, it worked really well. So we're going to run with that to start the season, and I think this lineup could be dangerous. We got you know basically three bigs out there, really good defenders, and then Robert Martin. Uh, returning point guard is a is a bona fide score, so um, I think this team could make some noise. Early scrims suggest that the, this lineup could be could be dangerous, but um, in terms of like replacing production lost, I think this team um, could pick up right where we left off last year, uh, making a pretty decent run in the NTT. Yeah, and BB is a guy that I'm excited about. I mean, led you guys in per thirty game score last year. Um, not a guy that really jumps off the page as out of this world in any one category, but just does everything really well. Uh, last year, 13 points, eight rebounds, three and a half assists, two and a half blocks uh, per 30 at power forward. So um, seems like the kind of guy that can really help the younger players adjust well and just be a key guy that can get you a bucket when you need and not be a liability out there. Um, <clears throat> you guys have, uh, not the toughest schedule by any stretch of imagination. Blacksburg, number 14, is your hardest game in the uh, second game here. And then multiple teams uh, worse than the top 100. Um, so, yeah, I like your chances going into this group. Uh, you do have Culver City in the second game of the regular season. <clears throat> um, but other than that, honestly, a pretty manageable schedule for a team in Boise that's bringing back a lot of talent. Yeah, I agree. At the same time, I mean, these early preseason rankings, it's kind of tough. Um, sometimes it's pretty unpredictable. I see we got a couple good coaches in there, uh, JD and Bobby I'm familiar with. 
Um, so even if the rankings don't suggest it, I think it's going to be a pretty good test. Um, but yeah, I like her chances as well. And you mentioned Isaiah Beebe, you know, he's one of those guys that when I recruited him, I think he was a clear lead, didn't really expect a whole lot. Um, but he's, I think, gotten about three practice bumps. He went from a plus four to a plus nice. seven. Uh, maybe getting rid of uh, too much information there, but he's um, really turned into a great, great two-way player. And I think um, he's versatile enough. I think he played power forward. Yeah, he played power forward all last year. Um, trying, trying him at small forward with a bigger lineup, I think, uh, could pay dividends for this team. So um, I like her chances a lot in this. Uh, I yeah. think it's going to be going to be fun to see what we can do. Who's uh, who's your starting center this year? We are rolling with Patrick Turgeon. So, you know, interesting. I, I have Patrick Turgeon, Adam Tinsley, two guys that play a similar game. I have a kind of a prototype center that I like, you know, a guy that doesn't really score a lot, but, you know, rebounds, defends, passes, all that kind of stuff. They both do it uh, at a pretty good level. Uh, we brought in Tinsley a couple of seasons ago, and he was part of a pretty high class. Um, so we gave him the starting nod two seasons ago. He lost it last year. He was uh, playing – a little bit worse, and I wanted to give Turgeon a shot, who was coming off the bench. Um, and I'm going to give them both a chance to start next to each other. I have kind of two, you know, elite rebounders and elite defenders right next to each other. But uh, Turgeon's going to be the guy manning manning the center, um, big six eleven guy, and uh, he played really well last year for us. So I like it. We'll see how you guys stack up. Uh, why don't we move on to uh, one of the coaches you talked about in? Uh, Bobby with the Jefferson City Sea Beggars. Um, Bobby, uh, people know his name, but I have to ask you, in fairness to Coach Jimmy, is is Bobby an active coach? Uh, I would say he's slightly active. Slightly, slightly active. All yeah. right, I understand. So <laughs> uh, Jeff City here brought in the 146-104 class. Uh, that replaces the 141-82 class. So maybe not quite as talented, but uh, still respectable. Um, looking at them on paper, uh, they did lose uh, Russell Bristol, their point guard, um, but they do bring back Vishal Harbin, who was their second leading scorer, um, as well as Victor Rodriguez at the small forward position. Both those guys have good height, uh, are versatile players. Um, and then they brought in not guys that do a ton of scoring, um, but a guys, guys with uh, a good amount of size, which their team uh, definitely needed. Um, so they can use that. Uh, looks like this class, headlined by Joseph Barry, 6'10 center here, um, scored 12 points and nine rebounds in high school, two and a half blocks. Um, so I'd, I, I look at him to get some minutes here. Who else do you like on this roster? I think you mentioned Harbin. I think he's probably going to be their best player. I think, uh, and I think they're going to have a lot of height, uh, a lot of length in their starting lineup if he chooses to go that route. Um, if he wants to rock with a smaller bench, it looks like he played his starters a lot last year, um, about 33 minutes each. Um, the one big question I have for this team is who's going to play point guard. Uh, Bristol, you had mentioned left. Um, he really wasn't much of a, you know, a true, you know, uh, to the sense point guard in terms of he had more turnovers than assists, but you know, uh, that can, that can work if you got other guys that can pass. And it seems like, you know, most of this team, especially with Barry coming in, maybe Kim or Kern, looks like an M. Um, anyways, uh, a lot of guys that can pass, so maybe let the two, well, with Bristol gone, you don't really have a point guard now, so who is going to be that point guard? I mean, maybe moves Harbin up, but um, it's an interesting lineup for sure. It's just, um, I think, to me, the point guard, point guard and center are the two most important positions 
And um, it seems like he has the center position locked down. It's a fairly good amount of bigs on this mm-hmm. team that can play, but uh, who's going to play point guard is uh, the big question for this team, I would imagine. Yeah. The one guy that I'm looking at is, uh, it, it's a little ironic, but he played backup power forward last year. Benjamin Lewis is a 6'4 player, mm-hmm. uh, sophomore now. His numbers don't jump off the page uh, by any means, but uh, if you look at his per 30s, Lewis had four and a half assists to 0.6 turnovers last year. Now he only played six, six and a half minutes per game last year. So it's a small sample size. It doesn't look like he's a great shooter. Um, Not a great plus minus. So I don't know if he's a defensive liability, but on their roster, he's really the only guy that's not a big man with an encouraging assist to turnover ratio. So uh, you know, Bobby's a, a better coach than I am, but I wonder if he's looking at Lewis there for that point guard spot. I could see it. Uh, you're looking at his high school stats. He averaged six assists um, as a small forward. So, um, but I could see that. I could also see him like similar with Bristol last year, you know, kind of guy that just scores at the point guard mm-hmm. position, maybe going with Harvin. I don't know. And then going a, a super big lineup, you could, you know, throw out a couple six ten guys out there Maybe brought in two six ten guys. He already has a, a 6'10 guy returning and a 6'9 guy. So you can do a lot of things, but um, I think at the very least they're going to be a tough out because of that size. And it looks like they do have a couple of really good players in Harbin and Rodriguez in terms of their scoring ability. Um, Definitely. Along with obviously McNair returning center and then, you know, Barry and Kern coming in. So it can be a very interesting team. That's the one thing I love about um, DTL in particular. You can kind of mix and match your teams. It doesn't always have to be, you know, a pass first point guard you can just do it in any way you want and you can find success if you find the right uh, combinations so I'm sure Bobby will find something and I will say let's not hate on pass first point guards uh, <laughs> but yeah Jeff City you know interesting team in an interesting conference they were top 25 last year with the strongest schedule in the entire country obviously their uh, conference schedule is a gauntlet and so uh, to perform at the level they did with the amount of talent they had is pretty uh, pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're looking at their schedule this year. <laughs> their conference schedule, every single team in that conference is top 75. It's remarkable. Right, right. Great. Well, let's talk about our next team here, uh, the Blacksburg Bandits, coached by Coach Blue Skies 31, uh, brought in the 108-143 class. That replaces the 156-182 group. Um, so a little bit of an upgrade on paper. Uh Looks like the the best guy in this class is Isaiah Lynn. Um, he's a six five power forward in high school. Um, kind of a little bit of everything. Uh, just barely double digits in scoring, and then seven boards, three assists, one and a half blocks. Um, again at power forward. Not not awesome shooting percentages, but did hit forty two percent of his three pointers. Um, so I wonder if he's a guy that sees the floor here. Um, they didn't lose a ton of talent. Uh, although they did lose some height from their lineup. So um, no starters lost to graduation in that 156-182 class. They do return the 6-9 class of now sophomores uh, with Michael Statton, the shooting guard, Ian Hale, the power forward, um, and then uh, a solid bench player in Corey Couch. To go back to Ian Hale uh, real quick, um, He's just a, an extremely valuable glue guy, uh, defends, rebounds, passes well. Uh, their point guard, Michael Smith, is is the big distributor here and gets things going. But then 
Uh, Ian Hale is a guy that's not afraid to get in there and mix it up. Um, when they get the ball in his hands, they know that he's going to be able to distribute it to their shooters. Um, and then their their top two scorers are their big man, Luciano Williams, and then Michael Smith, the point guard. Uh, so, yeah, this is an interesting lineup coming back, especially with a shooting guard that's under six foot. But uh, what do you like about this team? I'll tell you, I really like this team. So you t- talk about, you know, the class they brought in is not great, but you look at the power rankings, they went up 64 spots from last year, from 78 to 14. And I think the big part of that is literally all their production is coming back. So they lose uh, Kevin Scott, their backup center. I think you can replace that with maybe Parker that came in, um, mm-hmm. one of the guys they brought in, or you can move Ireland down. I mean, they're going to have this entire lineup, um, starting lineup back, and you can honestly probably improve upon it um, if they don't want to use Staten at shooting guard, who's you know a little small for that position. Um, but they're going to have some options. And again, I think you talked about it. Ian Hale kind of reminds me a little bit of my own player in Boise BB, kind of just a guy who scores a little bit, rebounds, passes, plays great defense. I mean, those defensive numbers he had last year are pretty remarkable for a power forward. And you combine that with Luciano Williams. I mean, that's a tough front court. Um, And then you said Michael Smith, their point guard seems to be their, you know, go-to score. So I'm not most efficient player, but this is a strong team. They got really good defense. They got some good height. Um, bench isn't, you know, the worst unit you've seen. I think having a good bench in this league is a luxury, and I think their bench is, I would say, slightly above average. So, uh, yeah, this is a team I really like. They're bringing back nearly all their production, so I think they can make some noise. Yeah, I think this is a great team, and uh, I wonder if they might look to improve their efficiency somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45% as a team from the field. I mean, it's not awful last year, um, but not the best shooting percentage there. Uh, and you look at some of their main guys, Michael Smith, you mentioned their leading score, only 42% from the field. Um, so wonder if that dictates either the pace they're going to play or even some of the strategy with their post players having a much better field goal percentage uh, on this team. Yeah, I would say that seems to be their biggest weakness, like you said, the efficiency, but they play it such a they play such a good defense, and it seems like they can be a good rebounding team if they can limit possessions. I mean, that's going to be a tough team to go against, regardless of if they're hitting their shots or not. So, but um, if there was one weakness, yeah, I would say that's that's probably it. Having a tough time to score on an efficient basis for sure. That's good. Let's go to our fourth team, uh, Coach Jade. You mentioned as well the Clearwater Sit Rockers, um, sitting at number one sixty six preseason this year. Uh, lower than you'd expect a Jade coach team to be. They uh, brought in 35-31 ranked freshman class, um, graduated a 30-21 class. So in terms of talent, they uh, assuming assumably replaced what they lost, but they did graduate two seniors. Their uh, point guard, Dave Wilson, who last year was uh, all but their entire team, 27 points, four assists, Uh, four rebounds, one and a half steals. So that's a tough guy to lose to graduation. Um, Also their second leading scorer in Nathan Hatchett at the small forward position. Looking at this class though, I mean, all three guys they brought in are are guards that can score. All three of them over 20 points a game in high school. Um, Nicholas Mayberry, who played point guard, uh, is looking to compete for that starting point guard spot. He had 4.8 assists to 2.6 turnovers in high school. Uh, with over one and a half steals. 
Uh, Jesse Taylor, who's a 6'2 shooting guard from high school, um, also can score. Uh, he doesn't have quite the assist numbers, but does take care of the ball, can rebound a little bit, defend. And then Jesus Locke, a 3'6 shooting guard, um, just incredible from the field, 56% field goals, 65% true shooting last year. Um, so these guys can uh, can light it up and they can play. So it'll be interesting to see what they do here. Um, I'm looking at the guy who started at shooting guard last year for Clearwater, Brandon Walters. You wonder if his spot is, uh, his seat is beginning to feel a little hot, only 7.3 points per game last year. Um, and just not a ton of production, 23 minutes a game, shot close to 50%, uh, but not the most impressive stats really anywhere. I wonder if one of these freshman challenges for that spot. Yeah, I would imagine so too. I think looking at this team, uh, I think they have the widest range of outcomes um, in terms of where they could end up this year. Now they didn't make the NTT last season following a good stretch. Um, You know, losing Wilson is going to really hurt, but, they have three guys that can come in. Like you said, they can score. It's just um, that's a huge blow. And I think I think in terms of what their ceiling is, I would imagine it's a, they can maybe sneak into the NTT um, if Mayberry kind of lives up to his potential. Um, and maybe one of Locke or Taylor comes in and um, puts a hold on that, uh, that shooting guard position. And they can give it uh, two bona fide scores right there, which they really didn't have last year. Um, but um, yeah, I think this could be uh, this could go one of two ways. This could be a, a team that could surprise, or this could be a team that just does not have a sense of direction without uh, Wilson and even Hatchet too. Hatchet was a good uh, small forward for them last year. Yeah. So uh, and looking lots at, of question marks. Yeah. Yeah, and just looking at their schedule too. I mean, uh, they start things off with you guys in Boise. They have a, a top fifty-five team in Manassas, and then. Bowling Green, Rochester, Blackburg, Blacksburg. It doesn't get much easier for these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, even once they enter conference play, they have number five Daytona twice, number 22 St. Petersburg twice. Uh, Call is on the schedule. It's going to be a gauntlet. Um, and uh, you wonder how these young freshmen can come into a schedule like that and really perform. These are talented guys, but all of us know it, it can sometimes take a year or two to really see the full, the full potential of, of young guys like this. Yeah, I think that tough schedule is going to be even more important. More important with the two or the the freshmen that are coming in. Usually, you know, if you have uh, if you want to have a couple of freshman contributors right away, usually you kind of want to face you know lesser opponents to see what they can do. But yeah, they're going to be thrown into the fire, so they can either come out running or it's going to be a slow start and playing catch up all season. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this Clearwater team does. Coach, when you step back and look at this group as a whole, uh, I'll ask you for your picks here in a minute, but um, are there any players that stand out to you across the group? Players that stand out, we had uh, touched on, what was it, Blacksburg, and they had a – pull them up again. Um, They had a very good player. They got a lot of players. I like Luciano Williams quite a bit. Um, it's uh, pretty rare to have a, a center who can pretty much do it all in this league, especially uh, this guy can score. This guy can rebound 11.2 rebounds last year, uh, a very good defender as well. So I think he's going to be one of those guys, um, to look out for. And then on Jefferson city, their, uh, center as well. Um, well, they have a new guy coming in Barry who could, I think make some noise. And then they also have uh, Victor Rodriguez, 
not a center, but he's a he's six foot nine. He can play probably, you know, most of their positions if they want him to. But this guy, mm-hmm. eighteen points a game, seven rebounds, two and a half assists, just kind of does it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are a couple guys that I I really like and um, can make some noise. And then even um, on my own team, Boise, uh, I think Robert Martin, if he can hold his turnovers to a steady level, uh, this guy can be a bona fide scorer. We didn't really touch on him when we talked about um, Boise, but yeah, this guy's a, this guy can absolutely fill it up. Um, only averaged just under 20 points last year, but um, I think with this particular lineup that I'm thinking about running, it kind of feeds him the ball even more than usual. Um, so he could be a player to watch in terms of, you know, maybe top score in this, in this group. Yeah, I agree. I think Martin's a really good player in a good position here with who you guys brought in. Uh, I also really like Jeremy Yarberry on your team. Um, I know you said you're probably going to go big and these guys are going to be backups, but uh, man, I'd be excited to see what Yarberry could do, especially with Jonathan Wheeler graduating um, at open spot. But uh, you know your team. Um, the other guy I was going to mention that you didn't hit on uh, was from Jeff City, just Vishal Harbin, uh, the the sophomore now, six six shooting guard, had a great season last year behind Russell Bristol as kind of the number two guy, um, and now with Russell Bristol graduating, just looking at Harbin to take that next step um, and and do what he can to lead this team. Absolutely, I agree. Who do you like coming out of this group? I mean, no bias at all, but I like the sacks. <laughs> uh, no, but I think I think Boise, I think we, uh, it, you know, I, I liked how we ended last season. I know we didn't make it farther in the tournament that we wanted to, you know, because the previous season we had actually made it to the finals. But um, I think we got a, a good enough returning group of players that we can make some noise. And I I think it's going to be us us and Blacksburg. I really like this Blacksburg team. They're bringing back new, like, probably 95% of their production. Um, so even even though they didn't bring in uh, you know a, a crazy good freshman class, I think you know this team knows how to play with each other, and I think they're gonna they're gonna be a tough out. So I, w- I would lean towards uh, give us the slight edge, but I think Blacksburg's right behind us. Yeah, I actually think it's between you guys and Jeff City in this mm-hmm. group, um, and I would give the the slight edge to Boise as well. Um, what will be interesting is these first two games, Boise and Jefferson City both play Blacksburg in those first two games. I think if one of you can get the win against Blacksburg, you'll win the group. Mm-hmm. So it should be good competition. Uh, I think that'll wrap it for this group. Um, so thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys in the tournament.